0: This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald.
1: I'm Ramia Amadin and this is Kelly and Ramia. Lots of great podcasts. We know how it is. Here on AMI-audio. So many original podcasts to check out. The Pulse is one of them, a new episode every week with your host, Joita Gupta, and you can check out this week's episode um, on the author and NYU professor Leona Gordon about her new book, Their Plant Eyes. As I said yesterday, this is available on CELA, C-E-L-A-Library.ca. It's a personal and cultural history of blindness, so check that one out. Um, the book itself, and the interview with Leona and Juída on The Pulse, on your favorite podcast platform, or on YouTube. I'm Ramia Amadin here with Margaret Weldon on a Friday. And speaking of Friday, it's time for an app update. John Beeler joins us. He's from Get Connected, joins us from Vancouver to tell us about a couple different things every week. And we get into these discussions Um it's very rare that we don't go away thinking, I'm a little more scared of technology. But but maybe this first item can be pretty helpful to us, John, because you're going to tell us where we can find Apple's official 872-page iPhone user manual that we never knew existed. So Is this hidden? Like, what's happening here?
0: Well, it's not really hidden, but yeah. It,
1: Technically.
0: Yeah. I actually didn't. I didn't know about this. Um, Basically, anytime Apple comes up with a new version of the operating system or a new phone or other device, they have a user guide for it. They just don't really have it super accessible. And what I found is that if you just Google iPhone user guide, you'll actually find the support page at Apple for this particular document, which you can do in a couple different ways. You can actually uh, use a web-based version of it uh, that has a fantastic search engine. So if there's any kind of setting or function or feature of your phone that you want to play with or understand more about before you start playing with it this is the place to go to get it they also have it in a books format so if you use apple's books app you can actually download the book into that as well and again it has a search engine and you can easily uh, find anything you need to know about your device and or the operating system within there
1: nice Um We don't necessarily know, right? If this guide includes all the information about like voiceover or other access features, are there categories for that? I I can't say yes or no to this, but I do know that when you search up most things that have to do with voiceover glitches, yeah, they they include it.
0: Yeah, well, they have it. Basically, it's a deep dive into every particular setting or feature and and it's all organized by categories too so you can skip ahead to the you know the accessibility section for example and and the thing is apple is kind of famous for not telling you everything that it the software and hardware can do um a lot of times it's sort of buried away because there's usually just so many new things that come out so this is also probably the best place where all those things are documented and i think this is where a lot of people that make videos about new apple features they just look through this document and they find the new mm. stuff and because it's it's all there, you know uh, the online version of it is about a thousand pages long, so just to give you Oof. an idea that's just for iOS sixteen so um,
2: are is there is know, there search capabilities uh,
1: like to be able to look for yeah. something specific within the document? okay yeah, absolutely.
2: I was just gonna say, okay. yeah, so it's and it, and it would it would be pretty easy to navigate, I should think, right? Like if you were you know if you didn't have any vision, it would be pretty easy to navigate, would it or wouldn't it, or you wouldn't know? I, I, I
0: think it I think it would be. yeah. I mean, it, it's it's because there's a web version um, that's completely broken down with the table of contents and everything like that. but then there's also the the book format, uh, which I'm not sure how that would work with your voiceover and and other screen reading apps. Um, cause I haven't used it that way, but, uh, it's definitely all there and knowing Apple, I would, would imagine it'd be very accessible.
2: All right. Fair enough then. Okay. So John, let's move on here. Um, I guess, uh, we're calling this the end of an era because Facebook is moving, uh, things like your sexuality address, political beliefs, and other personal information like that off of, uh, your personal profiles what is this all about? I mean, if you've put them on there, you know, why would they be moving them off?
0: Well, uh, the simple answer is they were uh, told to by uh, a judge. Um, essentially, what <laughs> happened, amazing. and as we all they know... They didn't come to their senses, uh, is what you is, mean. No, they're not doing this because they want to. They're doing this because they have to. Um,
2: uh-huh.
0: as, we, as we know, there's been a number of issues with uh, Facebook and privacy And, you know, back in the old days when we first set up our Facebook profiles, a lot of people spent a lot of time creating a really rich profile that was very specific to them. You know, what music they liked, what, you know, uh, movies, and and just everything you can imagine, basically creating this perfect target-rich environment for advertisers to find out how they should advertise to the specific user. And that, along with all the other... um, uh, let's just say, data breaches and, and other misuses of that information has sort of forced Facebook to remove that stuff. If you have that stuff populated in your account, essentially what's going to happen is they're just removing that completely. So you're not going to have to go in and delete it or anything like that. It will just be deleted for you, um, it, essentially making it harder for for advertising but also for maybe bad actors to try to find people that are all of a certain – um, you know, religious belief or sexuality, you know all these different things that people could typically use to search through, as well as being targeted for those specific types of advertising based on those categories. so it's a it's an interesting take and you know like the um, the the top of the segment, it, you know it is literally an end of an era because it's gonna have to change how Facebook can target its audiences uh, on Facebook.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I wonder how that would affect anybody else, like any other type of, you know, maybe they'll have to follow the leads too, right, that that has uh, personal profiles and that. Will they have to remove all that same kind of information, or <clears throat> will that, depend? Well, you will that would, depend?
0: You would hope so, but I think in the case of most social networks, they, they collect as much as they can until they're told they can't, um, because that is why these services are free, is because you are what's being marketed and, uh, and being that information is being sold. And so uh, the more they can capture that you voluntarily give, the better. Um, best practices and ethical guidelines exist, but um, it basically means that uh, you know you're going to have to sort of look at the privacy policies of whatever platform you're looking to use.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting to see like the kinds of mm, different approaches that the companies have, right? Like now Apple's talking a lot more about privacy and security, or at least we're talking more about Apple's <laughs> privacy and security. And so when you look at that, and if you're going to set that as your bar, then how many other platforms can you really use if you keep finding out that they're not respecting your privacy and security and they keep selling your Data and information, and they keep advertising to you and all these other things,
0: yeah, no it, I, I think what the takeaway is from this is anyone should be very skeptical of any new platforms yep. um, and, and oversharing that information. Um, mm-hmm.
2: It's something that's
0: it's a drama I think we've been beating for quite a while on this show uh, as well as el- elsewhere and uh, something thing that you know the next Topic we're going to talk about is another new social network. And, uh, yep. you know, the reasons why these social networks are popping up is because Twitter is on fire and uh, people aren't liking what's happening there. And so there, there's this sort of uh, gold rush to be the next big platform that people want to go to. Like you said, yeah. all of these platforms are having a different way of actually trying to entice users to sign up. Uh, and what level of information they are requiring to either be invited to their beta software or um, to entice their friends to migrate from one platform to the other? I think the reality yeah. is, is most people are just going to sign up for everything and they're going they're not really deleting anything. They're going to wait and see and sort of stay wherever the their community moves to.
1: and actually, that's a really good point, too, before we get to that topic is, the not deleting of older things that you're maybe not using anymore, right? Like, I'm a, it's a serious first hand example of this where I don't use Facebook. I'm barely on Messenger. I know that I'm not a fan of this platform at all. Yet, I, I still haven't been able to pull the plug. And so... Even after finding out, you know, week after week, all these different things that are going on in the background with Facebook and is my phone number out there that somebody has shared because they've uploaded their contacts and blah, 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 right? The rest of it. Um, and, and still thinking, yeah, but what if somebody needs to get a hold of me and the only way they can find me is Facebook, right? Because it's been around for so long, John, that it's a default yeah. for many of us.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And... What it does is it sort of, I guess, reserves your uh, so that no one can impersonate you, which is also a big concern nowadays. Your identity. Well, on that platform,
1: yeah. Right, right. Because yes. if you delete exactly. your
0: account, that effectively will will make your name available to somebody else to impersonate, and they mm-hmm. could have through other social networks have photos of you and other things like that, and create a profile and basically just and it's just a bot and basically harvest. All of your friends that think you're on the platform and that are actively using it, but realizing that actually that's not you—that's that's a bot or somebody else. Right. Um, so terrifying. All the more reason to sort of keep those accounts, but maybe make sure that you don't have anything personally identifiable, or, or minimize the amount of personally identifiable information mm. in that particular network.
1: Yeah. That's an interesting perspective on it. Okay, so as you were kind of teasing here, let's talk about X-Way's CEO. They're trying to replicate an early Twitter and social media vibes with what they're calling Post. So, like, just to clarify, are they trying to replicate what Twitter used to be when we liked it?
0: Yeah, it's Post.News, and it's it's out there now. Um, And essentially what they've tried to do is they've, they've got a couple... Um, differences between Twitter. Twitter was famously, you know, uh, the 160 characters, basically whatever you could text message uh, back in the old SMS days. And um, it's evolved since then and expanded the number of, you know, things you can do and including links and photos and that kind of thing. But what post.news is looking to do is you're going to have the ability to have any length of posts. so you can actually have a, a you know a full rant about a particular topic. Um, but what's interesting about it is that they're looking to integrate publications, so that say you're talking about a hot button political topic, you can actually um, most likely for a fee. This feature isn't available yet. You can actually bring in alternate viewpoints from other publications, so you actually can have a mm. like a fully formed conversation about you know wow. what. These other saying about it Um, and the other interesting thing that they're sort of hyping is that it's a very clean interface and so you have the ability to bring all this stuff in even if you're not subscribed to those other platforms um, so you'll have one integrated website with a clean interface that brings in all of these different things. So, for example, the New York Times, CNN, and some other service, you know, maybe a local paper or something that has a, a hot take on that particular topic, you can bring those all together. And that can be basically your, your conversation that you, you put out there. Um, the other thing that's kind of interesting too, and a lot of social platforms have this, is the ability to tip creators of engaging content. So you actually have these integrated um, micro payments that you can actually, you know, give some points to somebody, like, hey, I really like that article, kind of thing, without having to actually buy anything uh, for them. You can actually do it from within the service. So, you know, it's, who, who knows how popular it's going to be? I think it depends on the. Will uh, use a service like this. Um, I just got accepted into the waitlist. There was a 200,000 person waitlist uh, as of yesterday. And um, I poked around a little bit and it's interesting, but it's still kind of new and very like a new mall that just opened with no stores, you know, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. And, so and the thing is, of- I'm. I- I mean, it sounds like it does have a little bit of that Twitter vibe, but I wonder if it'll be able to pull that through and pull people in that way. John, we got to go. Thank you so much for all of this.
0: As always, it's always a lot of fun.
1: John Beeler joining us for our app update on Fridays. And if you're looking forward to live theater, stay tuned for our next conversation with Sylvie Fiquette. She's going to tell us where you can find some in the Vancouver area. We'll be right back.